Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Camoon is still with us, uh, as is Brendan Escott. Special thanks to Reed Wilkins for popping in the studio and Jack blowing, uh, joining us on the uh, blower as well as we go off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. And we welcome back to the show NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Hello, John. How you doing? I'm great, Bob. How are you? Good. Hopefully this show doesn't go for the birds. Uh, let's get right to it. It's a little bit... Well, it can't with Cam there. Cam Cam, Cam carries it all the time. He's, he's got a Road 55 golf shirt on right now, so... That's right. It's, uh, is that Lawless Shirt? Yeah, Rob Lawless Shirt's company. There you go. Rob is a tough dude in the Western League back in the day. He could chuck him. <laughs> yes, he, he does. He doesn't look like the most intimidating man now, but... But he could throw. Had some good tilts. All right. Uh, Well, uh, since are you in the center of the universe or are you out in Penticton right now? Uh, No, I'm in Toronto. You're in Toronto. So, uh, Brad Living, who you know well from Penticton, uh, Brad Living today officially announced as the Maple Leafs general manager. Why, in your opinion, do you think he was the choice of MLSE and and, uh, Brendan Shanahan? Uh, I, I think it's his demeanor. I think it's his decisiveness. I think it's his understanding of what it's like to work in a Canadian market. Uh, and, and, you know, I think that when you think about what Brad does in the manager's role, how he treats people, I think it all turns up roses. And Brendan Shanahan found that out quickly after he started talking to people about Brendan or about uh, Brad and and then talking to Brad over the last seven to ten days. Kyle Dubas being announced in... uh in Pittsburgh on the same day no less I don't know if that was a coincidence or if that was by design but uh, John just your thoughts are you surprised that uh, that he landed up in Pittsburgh no I I think that uh, you know within 24 hours of him being dismissed by the Maple Leafs um, Fenway Sports Group the group that owns the uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins actually asked permission to talk to him. So I, I think he had been on their radar for a long time and they knew that his contract was expiring and there was a chance he wasn't going to be there. And I, quite frankly, Cam, I, in many ways, I think they waited for him. Uh, they could have gone another way after the fact. You know, they, they felt they had a, a, a management team in place that could have gotten through the draft. Uh, but in the end, when Kyle became available on the 20th of 19th or 20th of of the of May, uh, it was it was pretty obvious. By the way, um, the reason I, I think that both these announcements today simply was tomorrow's media day for the Stanley Cup final. The commissioner l- looks with a very big frown at anybody that tries to compete with the Stanley Cup final for news, and so most teams try to uh, try to abide by that and. So this was the last day, really, for two weeks that you could probably do some positive news uh, of any sort about your own franchise before you turn to the Stanley Cup final. And like, look what Washington, they announced Spencer Carberry earlier today as their head coach. This was the last day uh, before the, you know, the 18th, 19th or 20th that anybody else could do anything. Uh, also, the uh, Nashville Predators, uh, you know, going down, a, bringing Andrew Burnett into as head coach under Barry Trotz's GM. So, so John, I'm going to circle back to Toronto. 
Trail Living has made some huge deals. The first acquiring Dougie Hamilton and then trading Dougie Hamilton to Carolina in a deal. They got the Lindholm and, and uh, you know, Hannafin on the back end. I mean, not especially given that Adam Fox was never going to sign in Calgary. That was an awesome trade for the Flames. I think time will be more kind. I mean, right now, everybody's like, well, you know, he traded Kachuk to Florida. They, they're in the Stanley Cup final. They finished behind Calgary in the regular season. People forget that. Uh, do you think there be any hesitation in Brad Trey Living to move one of the core for this offseason based upon his track record of stepping up and making some big deals? Never been afraid to make a move, Bob. You know that. You're right. Uh, the, and and I don't think that it will be that case here. I don't think he'll. I, I I don't think he'll be afraid to do anything to improve the hockey club. The 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 bottom line becomes is how familiar, and how quickly can he become familiar with the roster and with the people. One of the one of the daunting tasks that Brad will have, is that the staff in Toronto was probably double the size of the staff in Calgary, maybe even more. So he's going to have to figure out who does what. Does he need such a big staff? Remember, this, is, this, this, this group is so large that when they had their scouting meetings and they had their trade deadline meetings, they moved from a regular boardroom into the Raptors practice court because they needed that much space for all the people around the table. And I'm guessing not the least of which decision is when you come in as a general manager is the head coach. Yeah, although, I mean, Sheldon is under contract, so they do have a head coach. Uh, and uh, I know Brad has talked to him on the phone. I think they're going to meet in the next 72 hours here uh, to discuss the future. I, but I don't think, I honestly don't think that there's anything imminent that, you know, that Sheldon is gone. I think Brad's going to take his time on that and discuss the situation. And, and when you look at available coaches, you you have to sit at the table and ask, is there anybody out there available? Because uh, that's the key word. Is there anybody out there available that could put this team in better stead than Sheldon Keith, who knows everybody and knows the scenario? So that, to me, is a big part of this. All right, uh, Joel Quenville, uh, he's going to meet with Gary Bettman at some point here. Is this going to happen after the Stanley Cup? My understanding is that, the, yeah, it'll, you know, whether it's in Nashville at the draft or, or sometime that week, but after the Stanley Cup has been awarded, Joel Quenville and I believe Stan Bowman as well will be able to talk with Gary and prove to them, prove to Gary and, his, and Bill probably that, uh, that they have uh, done enough. Uh, uh, to be able to be allowed back in to coach and to manage. All right, we're joined right now by John Shannon. John, did you see the story out of San Diego involving the Padres and Bali Sports pulling the yep. shoot during the season? I think baseball's been prepared for this. I really do. Baseball, um, and, and this was always the thing I think that we were worried about with hockey, but, you know, the NHL was always con- always reassured by the people that, at, at Sinclair, who are the, the driving force of, of all these regional sports networks, that they were they had enough money to pay everybody uh, their rights fees until the end of the regular season, which in fact is the end of the, the contracts. The, the, the question becomes now, Bob, is what happens next year to those 12 teams in the NHL? How serious right. uh, is Sinclair to changing things, changing the landscape? Um, and that's something I'm sure that... Uh, 
Gary and Bill have been working arduously on, probably talking to the NBA who are in a similar boat, talking to Major League Baseball. Baseball is, is much more advanced on this simply because they have a, a very, very active uh, tech group, broadcast group that run Major League Baseball Network that's very successful. And it was easy for them to basically take over any any of the rights fees that people wanted to get rid of. Well, well don't the Padres have like some of the best, I mean, Cam, don't they have some of the best young stars in the entire league? But they're not playing well, that, very well. That has, improved in the stand- <laughs> no. that has improved in the standings this year. You got that right. It, it yeah. is interesting to me. I mean, they got, don't they have Soto and they got Tatis Jr.? Yeah, but they haven't played well. Oh, and no. Bogarts is there as well. Where's Machado? They're under 500. Where's Machado now? Is he, what's... He's there. Yeah, he's there. Holy they're, cow. They're not getting it done. Well, I mean, they've they've invested a lot of money in that team. Uh, John, eighty-five million bucks. We're gonna have Brian Lawton on tomorrow, by the way. Who, um, as you know, is is thought I think quite highly by Gary Bettman, um, and has been you know started Octagon's player agency six uh, percent in terms of the escrow, and apparently the escrow is supposed to be paid back. I, I asked this question to Jack and the gang when we did our predictions for the Stanley Cup final. Given the lack of wiggle room that Ken Holland has had the last, really, since he's come here, he inherited a situation where he had to run some money off. Uh, the Oilers got Nugent Hopkins at, I would say, better than market value. Evander Kane was a risky move. Some people wouldn't have had the courage to do it. At the end of the day, the Oilers are sitting here, you know, 12th, 11th, 11th, and 6th. They're going in the right direction. And they've basically done it, John, without a significant jump up in the cap. It's crazy when you it's think amazing, about it, isn't it? It, it is, it is. And and when you're when you're looking at teams uh, in that top ten echelon, the biggest difference is how do you improve your depth? And it's difficult to prove your depth. I mean, Oiler fans understand that when you when we talk about the bottom six, uh, and and you know there may be the third pair of of defensemen. Uh, but it's you know he you know I, I look at the Bukestad deal, the you know the ability to. You know, to to squeeze a player out of Arizona and only pay 50% of the salary, that's uh, that's a pretty good scenario. That and and somebody who understands how to how to manage these cap situations in the short term. I mean, everybody everybody's in the same boat. All those teams that are 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 at or over the cap based on IR and LTIR, uh, they're they're all running it in a similar way to Kenny, and you have to. Yeah, you have to be a good old-fashioned horse trader at times, and that's what Ken Holland has always been, and that's why he's one of the most successful general managers in the National Hockey League. John, from a TV point of view, this Stanley Cup final with uh, with Vegas and with Florida, uh, south of the border, uh, how big do you think it'll resonate? Uh, I think it'll take time, Cam. I think it'll take time in our country, too. Yeah. You know, I, I you know the numbers. I, I don't think the numbers have been you know off the off the charts for the the conference finals involving four U.S. teams. Uh, I think the the you know the five day layoff hurts everybody. I think the ten day layoff hurts the uh, you know some people when when they become Panther fans. But this won't be a ratings issue in Florida. It won't be a ratings issue in Vegas. And what's going to happen uh, with, you know, the TNT people and Gretzky being on the panel, it'll start to drag people in. 
And, you know, by game three and game four, the numbers are start to look respectable. If it's, if it's, as, any, if, if it's as, as expected to be one of the hardest-hitting hardest emotional finals we've seen in a long time, and I expect that when you look at the way both of these teams play. Speaking of that TNT panel, they, they get it, don't they, between what they do with the NBA and what they do with the NHL. Like, they allow there to be um, – it's not too rigid, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, and, and quite frankly, they've done it simply. You know, it's not, you know, the one thing, and Bob, you and I have had this conversation many times. I think Cam's been a part of them. Television's not that difficult, but we really make it difficult. Well, And that's the stupid thing. And I, what I think they have done with, with TNT is they have gone back to the basics and said, okay, we're going we're gonna to pay for people that have personalities and opinions. And we're going to make it make it a fun atmosphere, and we're going to do it for the viewer. We're not going to do it for ourselves. We're not going to do it for the suits in New York. We're going to do it for the viewer. And boy, that's important. That is so important. And that's what they do. They they do it better than anybody else, particularly on the basketball side. And they're getting there on the hockey side. Yeah, no, there's no question. John, great stuff. Thanks for joining us. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too, guys. Okay, thanks. That's John Shannon. Uh, He is presented by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payment, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Stephen and Bobby and the group at Legacy. Royal Pizza. Mike Hanley and his staff. Royal Pizza. Pizza Pass and so much more. You can get their new boneless wings, 8 for $13.95 or 16 for $25.95. Visit royalpizza.ca where the staffer recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. and Escott likes the Texan, and Reed Wilkins is a fan of the meat lovers. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I've had you bring in Royal Pizza before here. Yes. We were doing it's outstanding. Yes. You, the play-by-play that we did when we were doing the road games. That's a couple times. Remember that's the, right. the old suite. Remember when we didn't travel? Man, that was a yeah, Ooh, that was yeah. a challenge. <laughs> that was a challenge. We'll come back with this day in Oilers history, and it was a uh, significant shift. In the Edmonton Oilers organization. It's 148. This is Oilers Now. Great song. It's probably my favorite Springsteen song of all time. Bob Stoffer, Cam Moon, Brendan Escott with you. We are going to go to the list in Oilers history for New West Travel, serving travelers since 1979. Book your vacation today at newwesttravel.com. Brendan Escott, what do you got? 2000, long-time Oilers general manager and head coach Glenn Sather officially signing with the New York Rangers as GM, the 10th in their franchise history. Slats uh, turned the GM reins in Edmonton over to Kevin Lowe, who had spent the previous two years in coaching roles. He would hold the GM role until 08-09, promoted to president of hockey ops then. Slats is a big personality. Uh, he won five cups as GM, four as a head coach. John Muckler winning the final one. Uh, the Oilers had an ownership change take place in 1998, and after the team was eliminated by Dallas in 2000, the uh, decision was made uh, to go separate ways. Those things happen once in a while. Uh, Glenn has remained with the Rangers organization ever since. Um they have not been able to win a Stanley Cup. They've had a lot of money for a lot of those years. I mean, the Oilers, the last 15 years, the Oilers have been a cap team. But there were some challenges, certainly 2000 to 2004, in the early days of Kevin Lowe being GM. Of course, he got the Oilers to the Stanley Cup final in 05, 06. Off the top of my head, will the Rangers make it to one? Did they not lose to the Kings in 2014? 
I think that's it. That's it. They since '94, and yeah. now now they're sitting there looking for a coach, and we hear veterans, 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 and I gotta tell you, I I wonder whether or not the solution is internal with Chris Knobloch. Like like I just. I mean, you look at what Jay Woodcroft's done here in Edmonton, and Jay would be the first to say, you know, he and his coaching staff have got to do a lot of self-evaluation for how the final couple games against Vegas went. Um, but at the end of the day, Jay's got the best record uh, of any coach to come in a league 100-plus games in the last 40 years in the NHL. And the Oilers have the second-best record in the NHL since Jay Woodcroft was promoted from Bakersfield. And I just I look at Calgary, and I think they should go with a young guy. And if I'm the Rangers, I'm looking at Knobloch as well. What do you think? Well, he's he's done very well. Chris has done very well everywhere he's gone, whether that was in the WHL, the OHL, now in the American Hockey League. It does take a, a little leap of faith from a management point of view to right. bring in a first-year guy. Especially in New York. Is, yes. it, is that a big job? Is that the... I think so. So yeah. I, I would understand the trepidation on management side because of that. But Chris has hit all the steps on the way up and has had success all the way up. Very slight aside here for those of you that are big into international football. Today, PSG verified Lionel Messi will not be back. Real Madrid, their star striker, who was once involved in one of the most bizarre Situations ever that got booted off the French national team. Kareem Benzema has been a star striker for Real for a number of years. He is leaving. Those are two huge stories over in Europe. Cam Moon, thank you for coming by. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Brendan, what's Reed got shaking on Inside Sports tonight? You'll hear from Luke Gazdick talking playoff hockey Stanley Cup finals. Tomorrow's show will feature at the Stanley Cup courtesy Abe's door service, Elliot Friedman. And for our friends, Colin and the gang at Wow Factor Desserts, former NHL general manager and the man that started Octagon's player agency, Brian Lawton. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then Chelsea Unchad from 3 to 6. Back at you noon tomorrow. So long, everybody. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.